Today is Wednesday, February 14th, 2024, and you're listening to the Ask a Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Nate. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. All right, today we talk about Valentine's Day. Someone asked a question about it. Can uh, Christians celebrate it? Um, you know, we talk about the origins and St. Valentine uh, and his prison love or friend or whatever these passing notes to through the prison cells to, to some city official or guard person's daughter. Anyway, so we talk about the origins of Valentine's Day. Is it right or wrong for Christians to celebrate it? Does it matter? It's just like so many other holidays. Anyway, then we get on to uh, the dumbing down of our society. Is it more pronounced or um, is it really getting worse? <laughs> um, then we talk about minimum wage, uh, fast food industry, living wage, that uh, social stuff for a while. And then, what else? The Texas trans shooter. Oh, 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 and the He Gets Us ad. Um, someone came out with a, a He Saves Us ad, and they made they, they basically did it in the format of the He Gets Us ad, but they made it what the He Gets Us ad should have been. It is awesome and powerful. So uh, go to, it's like a minute clip. You could probably find it. Go to Google and just type in, like, He Saves Us ad, um, and, and it'll bring it up. But he saves us, not he gets us. But it's it's done to kind of show how ridiculous and off base the he gets us ads are. And uh, this one was awesome. It's it's amazing. It's like uh, you know uh, former witch, and now it shows her getting baptized. Former jihadi, now he's like reading a Bible. Former abortionist, now he's holding a baby, delivering babies. Um, it's it's a really powerful ad. And the point is, you know, it goes through all the things, and it says, uh, you know, he redeems us, he forgives us, he saves us, uh, that that type thing. Anyway. That is what the He Gets Us ad should have been. Anyway, then we talk about cosmology for a while and the cosmological conflict and a little bit of abiogenesis and evolution. My brain drips out of my ears, and we call it a day. So, everyone, check out the Ask a Christian store, grab some t-shirts, support this podcast. I'm talking fast because I have to run and get ready for Valentine's Day. Have a nice day, everyone. See you later. Bye. <clears throat> well, when I was Jehovah, we couldn't have Valentine's Day. You, um, do you think Jesus minds, minds us if we have it? in the real Christian way, like, for you guys? Because, like, I, okay, I think, like, you guys are Christian, right? But I think I'm realizing that Jehovah Witnesses, which I've been for 30 years, I, I don't think they are. I'm not sure, though. Uh, well, of course, we would we would say they're not, because um, they, they believe in an entirely different Jesus. But I mean, you know, you could call yourselves whatever you want. Um, you know, it's between that person and God. Um, but then there's also, you know, the descriptors like, um, you know, if um, in the Bible, right. So that God, that Jesus, he's not the brother of the devil or Michael, the archangel or whatever. Um, he's not a created being. So, you know, if, if you believe that's the case, um, you can call yourself a Christ follower, but you're, you're not. Um, anyway, so that, that's, no, we would say Jehovah's Witnesses, unfortunately, are just not Christians, um, with that understanding. Um, as far as Valentine's Day, um, no, I don't think Jesus minds, like, in, in a very broad general sense. So, um, I mean, if you want to pick a day, um, like, people that get really legalistic about certain, like, holidays or, or birthdays or making big deals or celebrations, that's kind of weird. Like, I think Jesus would have probably more of a problem with that. Than, than picking a day for like some kind of event. I mean, you know, even even the Jewish people, I mean, Jesus attended festivals and holy days and, um, you know, celebrations and, and weddings um, and things like that. So uh, where he did his first miracle. But 
it's like anything Romans 14 like if, if for some reason you feel convicted uh, that Valentine's Day should not be celebrated or it takes too much attention away from God and you need to use that time to reflect on God and you violate your own conscience then for that person who would believe such a thing that would be a sin because they're going against their own conscience led by the Holy Spirit um, living in them as a Christian um, <clears throat> or if you make it an idol like Oh, you know, honey, I love you so much. Like, you know, I, I worship the ground you walk on. You are my everything. Like, I don't need God. I need you. Well, of course, that'd be awful. No, don't do that. Um, but I think most people, <clears throat> like myself, um, would be like, oh, Valentine's Day, you know, it's just some arbitrary day. I have no real idea where it came from. Actually, I do. I looked it up. I'll tell you in a minute. Um, but um, it's like most people don't really know where it came from. They just know February 14th is, you know, the day of love and cute little heart candies that say different messages. Um, and, you know, it's a like date night and some roses and, you know, just that type of stuff. Um, a day to remain to remind yourselves to be conscious about your significant other. And I don't know, celebrate the love you share and stuff like that. So um, for that person, no, I don't think it gets into like worship or, you know, idolatry or anything like that. Um, if it does, yeah, don't do it. If it doesn't, like most of us, um, that's generally fine, unless you have some Romans 14 conviction. Otherwise, then listen to the Holy Spirit. Uh, by the way, uh, we'll get a response in a second. The origin of Valentine's Day uh, dates back to ancient Rome. Oh, maybe it's just battles. Say it's bad. You know what? If there's a way we could Hebrew Israelite this, Chris, and I don't have to ce celebrate Valentine's Day, that may actually be a holiday I can make. Honey, look, as much as I want to, you know, spend lots of money and go out to eat and all this other stuff, um, you know. The Christian group said not to celebrate Valentine's Day, so I'm sorry. Anyway, um, okay, it dates back to Rome, where it was initially known as Lupercalia. Oh, the fertility festival celebrated on February 15th. So why did we change the date? Um, also, during this festival, young men would draw names of women from a jar uh, to pair up with them for the duration of the festival, often leading to marriage. Um the Christian church later incorporated the Christian church, the Catholic church later incorporated Lupercalia into its traditions by associating it with St. Valentine, a priest who defied Emperor Claudius II's ban on marriage for young men, as he believed single men made better soldiers. St. Valentine continued to perform marriages in secret, which uh, eventually led to his imprisonment and execution on February 14th. Oh, great. So we're celebrating a dead saint. Okay, um, it's believed that St. Valentine sent a letter to the jailer's daughter, whom he had befriended, signed, From Your Valentine. <laughs> Hence the tradition of tradition of sending Valentine's Day cards. Over time, almost done. Valentine's Day evolved into a celebration of love and affection with the exchange of card cards, gifts, and romantic gestures being common customs um, observed worldwide on February 14th. Um, Joanna, do you want to respond to any of that before we get some of these other lovesick romantics? to give their thoughts uh, yeah thank you so i'm thinking so be no part of the world so when jesus says that that's where it's confusing to me because the world what would the world be i'd like to hear what you guys think the world to me is anything other than christianity false beliefs pagan beliefs so be no part of that. Do I have any, any, uh, does it hold water? Like my, sorry, my cousin Vinny. Does the defense yeah. hold water? Yeah, that's very good. That's what it means. 
uh, yeah, and if you're getting that from, I mean, there's a couple of places if you know the actual verse you're saying, but, you know, I, I mean, I've got a few, but like Romans, you know, 12 to do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, perfect will. Um, and then, you know, James 4, 4, you adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Um that would be a little bit more of a stretch, but the general principle that Todd says, yes, I, I agree with, uh, you know, what fellowship does light have with darkness? There's another verse. Um, but to, to kind of extrapolate that the way I, I know with the Jehovah's Witness background, um, you know, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Well, to what degree? Does that mean you can't celebrate birthdays or, you know, like um, any sort of like, like secular, like festival or President's Day or Veterans Day? Um I don't buy that. Again, if someone deeply feels convicted, then don't celebrate it. Um, or you can't participate in like voting because that's that's like brushing elbows too much with the world. Um, well, well, no, because I believe it explains it in the latter part of that verse. Um, I'll read it again. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then here's the part, which is why I get my kind of pushback or give my pushback is then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is his good, pleasing, perfect will. So if the world says, you know, um, abort your babies, it's amazing. Um, don't be a bigot. Uh, you have to, you know, support Planned Parenthood. I'd be like, oh, no, no, that's very much against God's will. I don't want anything to do with that custom of the world. That's disgusting. That's murder. Um, but, you know, can I go put out uh, little flag, little plastic flags for Veterans Day or Memorial Day um, and, and not have that interfere with what, uh, you know, then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is good, perfect, pleasing, perfect will. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that has nothing to do, um, with, with getting, with interfering with understanding what God's will is. Um, so that, that's what I would say, uh, Sean, I hope you have good audio, but Joanna, does that, does that make sense? Do you, do you buy that or not? Um, cause I really get the, Tell trend, me what you the, think about my audio. Uh, that's good. Keep it there. Uh, but I mean, yeah. I really use the second part of that verse to to explain the first part, uh, because it, it talks about it's all God's will. So if you can do something that others may say, don't do that because that's being friends with the world. Well, if you can do that and it interferes with you discerning what God's will is, um, that's what that verse means. Get away from it. But if you can do things like go to McDonald's um, and, you know, have a Big Mac or something and that not interfere with God's will. Well, well, yeah. So, so that's where I would draw the line on how much you want to like be close to the world and how much you would want to separate from. And, you know, there's one more verse I think of, um, like you get in a minute, but it says, it, it's kind of about judging, so it's only kind of related. But it says, look, I was talking about judging, you know, other Christians, other believers, like you're supposed to judge them. But I didn't mean, you know, don't associate, uh, he was saying, uh, don't associate with Christians who are like, um, who are like doing willful sin, like the guy in First Corinthians who was sleeping with his stepmom. He says, no, no, I was talking about don't associate with Christians like that who are unrepentant in their sin and still bearing the name of Christ. He says, I wasn't at all talking about the, the world. He's like, you'd have to get away. You'd have to leave the planet to get away from those people. So right there, he says, you're going to have to, to live and exist in the world. Um, anyways, uh, you want to give a response, Joanna, and then we'll get some other takes. I'm, I'm processing thinking differently, okay. um, but like simply, okay, so I'm so, um, what is it called? Cognitive dissonance, I, I heard I have. Um, so to me, uh, Babylon the Great is the, is the false empire, uh, the empire of false religion, right? So anything to do with um, 
the Vatican, like saints, like hence Saint Valentine, those are things that mean the world because that's false. They took Jesus's words and they um, made it, um, you know, they're, ba they're Babylon the Great. They, they made it, they twisted everything. That, that's all I, I, I know right now. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah, I mean, the worst part of this is where it comes from, which is, well, originally, I guess, Rome fertility, and then it got co-opted by the Catholic Church. And yeah, um, I, I think I agree with that more than anything you said is definitely red flags. But again, um, is that what it means now? Because, you know, things do change over time in defense. So, you know, it changed from Roman fertility to now a Catholic martyr that apparently they're celebrating. But it certainly changed from that because I guarantee you, you ask 100 people, 10 of them may know that story. Um, the other 90 are going to be, no, it's just a day of love and candy hearts and, you know, uh, Trumpy bears um, and roses. Um, so, I mean, we can't hold that against them if they honestly, honestly have no idea where it came from or it doesn't even matter because it's evolved and changed. Um, but, yeah, ultimately, follow your convictions. Uh, the verse I was talking about is 1 Corinthians 5 at 9 and 11. It says uh, – which again, this is kind of related, not not a perfect case, but I think there's some wisdom in saying it from the Bible. Um, I wrote you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people, not at all, meaning the people of this world who are immoral or the greedy or the swindlers or idolaters. In that case, you would have to leave the world. But now I'm writing to you that you must uh, not associate with anyone who claims to be a brother or sister, but is sexually immoral, greedy, idolater, slanderer, drunkard, or swindler. Do not even eat with such people. Um, so... Yeah, so I mean, we're, we're going to have some sort of involvement in this world, like brushing shoulders, you know, maybe closer than we would like. So I don't want to say pick and, I mean, I guess pick and choose, like, biblically, based on that verse, which was the reference to, you know, uh, come out from among them, that type of thing. And it's, but why are you doing that? Why does the Bible say to, to not be in the world? It's to discern the will of God. Um, so any, any involvement in the world that doesn't interfere with your discernment of the will of God, like, you know, shopping at Walmart instead of growing your own vegetables and on a farm um anyway so uh, ceo or chris or sean do any of you have anything you'd like to say about that valentine's day good bad are you celebrating it i'm just celebrating that sean got his audio fixed and i i have a topic change whenever you're ready answer the question are you buying your wife roses um, we're going out to dinner tonight. That's what we're doing. We'll do a, we'll do Valentine's dinner. Chris, um, if you, did, did you know the, um, the origins of Valentine's day? Mm, vaguely. Okay. So see right there. If Chris, if Chris didn't a hundred percent know it, no one can be expected to know it. I mean, if that's so vague that even Chris was, was a little hazy on it. Um, I'm not going to judge too hard for people that are like, yeah, I celebrate it. <laughs> I mean, um, the, the one thing in the chat GPT thing that you pulled up that I would probably disagree with is that the, the Christian church, even the Roman Catholic church was not big on taking pagan holidays and making them Christian. Like that's a, that's a charge that the pagans made against the Christians, not what the church actually did. So like. Uh, yeah, I'd be, I'd question that part. Um, I guess trust, but verify, but I mean that, I mean, it sounds pretty legit. Like if they, I mean, even though the line in there said that they, 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 you know, kind of co-opted it. Um, the reasoning is sound. 
Like if, if it just kind of happened because they're like, oh, well, you know, this guy that married people in secret and blah, 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 like Braveheart style. And he was in prison and sent notes. So it became that. I mean, that that makes sense. Um, I mean, but, I, I, yeah. oh, sorry. but maybe they didn't try to integrate it. Maybe it just kind of seamlessly happened because of those events. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Who was speaking? Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, there, there's also like a pagan story for everything. So I guess I go get immune to it. Like my favorite one is when you say amen, you're actually worshiping the Egyptian god Amun-Ra. I mean, there's just a pagan version of everything, so it gets ridiculous. Oh, yeah, that that is, like, idiocy at next level. Like, you, you just you just can't even with those people. I mean, I mean, the, the entire way they get that is because they're like, a amen uh, sounds like amon, so we're going to change the spelling and make it seem like, sound like amon, which mean, really means amon and then there's Egyptian named Ra, so Amen means Egyptian God. Instead of being like, yeah, bro, Amen means so be it. <laughs> that's what it means. Like, it's not like a, again, that's, that's like a baptized level of, of twisting and torturing logic to get back there. I mean, that's like aliens, right? That's, that's like the aliens guy. It's like aliens. That's, I mean, that's like dinosaurs built the pyramids type stuff. Um, no, bro, a Amen means so be it. That's it. That's your mystery. <laughs> you know, it's it's. Some will say amen. Some will say amen. A m a n. And some will just like me. And that's sexist. So you got to say a woman. No. <laughs> uh, Apostle, uh, do you speak any Hebrew or know any the alphabet? I think I heard it. From the Yes, yes. So, amen comes from the word for faith, amuna, in Hebrew, amuna, amen. It's the, yeah, anyone ever want to? Thank you. Oh, thank you, Joanna. So, Sean, do you just, uh, do you just, who wants to talk? Sean and Chris both have open mics. Who wants it? For my, for my, for my, get no, no, no service, let me say this. So, I, the Bible says if you go with it, you do it unto the Lord. If you don't celebrate it, you don't celebrate it unto the Lord. Listen, I'm not going to let that tie me up about Valentine's Day. I gave my wife a Valentine's Day card. I don't appreciate it every minute. And I gave my wife some candy. She, uh, Walmart sells put the gold for Valentine's Day candy. Big old box. I got it too. Okay? So, ain't, ain't, ain't no problem with that. Uh, I, I do it. I, I love my wife. She can get flowers and candy anytime. She, she can get a car, anything. So, Sounds it's like just an expression of love choppy. to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's, that's all right. That's good. We heard you. Uh, Chris, how about you? Do you just love love? <laughs> Oh, this topic sucks. Let's hurry up and let's hurry up and finish this so we can get the CEOs. <laughs> love is love, Nate. Why do you oh, hate gosh, everybody? Love is love. <laughs> love is love, Nate. Stop hating. Stop the hate, Nate. Nader hater. Oh boy. Yeah, that's, I'm just gonna call you Nader hater for now on. Um, no. So I gave my wife a trip to England away from me for thank for Valentine's Day. So. That may be the most thoughtful thing you've ever done. Did she? What did she say about that? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Like she, she did go to England. She's in England right now, but like uh, it just happened to fall 
in the Valentine's Day dates. So we went to uh, brunch, um, I don't know, last week or something. So, yeah, we already did our Valentine's Day. We we did Valentine's brunch. We're going out for a sushi dinner tonight, and we're, uh, we, we somehow got um, stuck taking our little minions. So uh, the whole family's going out. Taking the minions <laughs> to sushi? Isn't that going to be expensive? Yep. <laughs> oh man yeah dude my 14 year old can put away some sushi i gotta be real careful with that kid I'm like hey let's, yeah, we... <laughs> let's take you to sushi buddy and it's like yeah. 60 bucks worth of sushi later you're like uh let's never do that again yeah like as they uh yeah whenever we first went out um as uh you know as they grew older we would still go and they didn't eat much and then when we gave them some sushi and and turned out they liked it they still didn't eat much um, and then as they got bigger and hungrier, they still like sushi and started eating much. So now it is a, uh, it is a special occasion when we do such things. Um, Bro, just be glad. Like my guy, like he, I eat sashimi. Like I don't like the rice. So like I eat straight, just the fish and like he got onto that. So he's just like, yeah, I don't like those rolls. I just like the sashimi, which is like the most expensive thing. So I'm just but like, that's, uh, that's, that's just the colonizer and you not wanting the rice. You, you got to get me in touch with your son so I can get him on the Wagyu sashimi. The Wagyu <laughs> sashimi. I, I will punch you in the throat. Because <laughs> he would no, immediately like, glom yeah. onto that, dude, because he watches those like YouTube shorts with Look like cooking good. and There's stuff. There's nothing and... like it in the world. Like this is like raw beef, just like fatty oh. raw beef. Yeah. Oh, I love man. I love carpaccio, dude. Like I will eat carpaccio. Um, with, like... Dude, and, and this is okay, I'm people bored don't now. know what they're missing out on. Anyway, this is not edifying. <laughs> All right, so you had another you had another topic. I can't wait. Yeah, <laughs> so, so Nate, Nate, first, don't consume any sneaky squid spirit tonight. Um, oh my gosh, if your yes. if your fish isn't cooked, it, does that heighten the chance that you're going to ingest <laughs> the squid spirit? Absolutely. Oh Absolutely. no! That's how the marine kingdom gets at you. Dude. What if you What if you drown it in enough uh, high content wasabi sauce? Uh, no. That all that does is make your sneaky squid spirit spicy. Okay. All right, okay. see you. So, so, uh, so, so this is gonna wait, sound. Wait, funny, do you guys want me to I say have... spicy like three more times? I can do it. Nope. So, so uh, this is gonna sound. <laughs> So, okay. so Nate, this will sound funny, but I have a serious question at the end. So yes. um, I was just in a room, and I heard this guy say, working at McDonald's is the equivalent of plantation slavery. And, of course, this made my brain hurt. Um, my question for you is, 10 years of these online conversations, is a higher percentage of people just stupid now today than 10 years ago? Well, yeah. I'll start by yes. saying, well, um, yeah, um, okay, a few, a few, a few things that are perfect for that comment. <laughs> maybe, maybe to just show the issue bigger. Um, so first of all, if it's plantation slavery, I guess that now includes every race because every race works at McDonald's. Um, um, and let's see. Also, uh, and there's a California person running for Senate, I believe, uh, and, and running for a state sen- or a senator um, for D.C in California. I forget her name. Is it, is it Barbara or B- Boxer or something with a B? Um, anyway, she, uh, 
she is proposing the minimum wage be raised to $50. Um, so if that means the minimum wage would, would be $50, um, yeah, five zero, it's ridiculous. So people were getting dumber. Um, that means plantation slavery would pay good enough that most of us would quit our jobs and go flip burgers. Unfortunately, um, you know, look at orders down the list, <laughs> not McDonald's orders. But then, uh, you know, if there's a $50 uh, minimum wage, that means you got to sell a Happy Meal for 40 bucks. And, you know, it just breaks everything until they start like rationing and eating people. Um, so, yes, people are getting dumber. There's more of a testament to that. And uh, let's see. Uh, the last thing. Someone was making a point similar to that and showing how uh, is health related, showing video from like 1930s in New York and how everyone looks like uh, they just look like um, like a mad mad men type type thing. Like, you know, everyone's like chiseled jaw, skinny, very fit, um, you know, very healthy, very well looking, like all up and on the streets of New York, um, you know, you know, like uh, like models. Um, and uh, they were talking about how all the all the food and the health and processed nastiness, and all this stuff is like garbage. And then they showed people today. Oh, next last point. OK, someone got a video of these college students and they were walking down. It was a T sidewalk. It was a three way side uh, or three way road. Uh, so a T intersection. They were on the part where no road ran. Um, so, so it was like a straight sidewalk they were on walking parallel with the with the road and uh, the intersection was coming the other way. So, you know, they're not on the road. They're on a sidewalk that's, that's stretching. Well, at the intersection, there was a stoplight. And it was aimed, you know, the way they were uh, against they were walking. So they, they were walking towards the stoplight. But clearly, it's a stoplight for the traffic. Well, these college kids, I guess, are just so dumb or they're used to, like, flashing red lights on their TV, meaning stop, or on their screens. So when it turned red, they all stopped on the sidewalk. And this guy's just, like, roasting them while he's videoing this. He's like, are you kidding me? It's like, what are, look at that. Look at that. They're stopping. They're stopping. And then when the light turned green... All the cars went, and so did they. I'm like, oh, my Lord, we are doomed. Um, anyway, so, you know, yes, um, we, we are getting dumber as a society now, and it is also more pronounced. To ask this question, this, uh, I, I've worked at McDonald's, and I, and I started off in crew. Trust me, it is one of the worst positions you can have because the customers yell at you, the doggone managers are yelling at you, and I'm talking about supervisors, 17 and 18 year olds, and you you 22, and you like, and you looking at you, they yelling at me like I'm a they age, and they age group. I've been grown for a little bit, but for a while. So I remember those days, and and back then. Minimum wage was three thirty-five an hour. So it, it's the question is: Is it not? Is it why customer service is is so horrible at McDonald's because of the way the customers and the managers treat the employees, or is it because the employees have the attitude problem? Which one is it? Or does it, or does the or does the does the attitude of the management and the customers help create the bad attitudes that come from the employee? I think it's a chicken or the egg scenario. You know, what came first, we may never really know. And if someone says they know and they can prove it, 
then people just keep talking about it because no one really knows. But it's like chicken or the egg. You know, were, were there were there crummy employees first or was it customers? You know, I like to think probably it started with the customers being grumpy um, and, and then maybe management. But anyway, it doesn't matter now because now everyone's just grumpy. Um, and, and the employees, like, you know, whenever I do go to fast food places, man, some of these people like look like they're, they're just like mean mugging me, just like staring like they want to fight. I'm like, dude, I just asked for a refill. Like, you took away our soda machines. You know, McDonald's took away their soda machines, I guess, to give people other tasks to do. Um, so, so you can't get your own refills or your own drinks anymore. Like, you have to ask someone behind the counter. So, you know, I'll wait there patiently, blah, blah, blah. Someone comes up and they just stare at me. Like, no, like, hey, how can I help you? Blah, blah, blah. What would you like? Oh, I see you have a cup there. Would you like a refill? Um, it's like, uh, hey, excuse me, could I get a little more uh, refill, blah, blah, blah. And anyway, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just not a fan of just maybe people at this point. Like, people be Jesus. Like, that's it. <laughs> um, Chris, I meant to ask. Prashant, stop swiping left. Um, <laughs> oh, is Chris on the phone? Or is Chris back? Is Chris by, back? by the way, I'm on my way. To, we're on our way to Jacksonville, Florida, as we speak. Oh, well, have a happy trip in the warmer weather. Uh, oh, uh, let's see. I, a guy in chat. I worked uh, baconist. I worked McDonald's Chick Fil A for thirty years. Goodness, it starts with leadership. Some are good, some are bad, some are absolutely amazing leaders. Um, yeah, is, is Chris still on the phone? I said he was, then he says he wasn't. I had a topic for him. Well, the Chick Fil A thing is interesting because I was going to say you could you could pay people at McDonald's and Chick Fil A the same amount, and you're going to get better service at Chick Fil A. So there is something about culture. Except I think have you noticed? Um, I, I mean, I Chick Fil A is not close to me, but I, I have heard a lot of people like who uh, apparently are fast food frequenters um, that they've been saying um, ever since uh, who was it? Was it the the owner or the founder or like died or retired or what, whatever the case is, like new management like took over. And they were saying ever since that happened, you can see how uh, Chick-fil-A is like going way more liberal and they're like donating to like, you know, not what we would call godly causes. And I, I heard some of them are even open on Sunday now. Like, is that, is that correct? Some Chick-fil-A's are open on Sunday? I've never seen a Chick-fil-A open on Sunday. And that may be true about what their uh, causes are, but the service of their employees is still so far and above McDonald's. It's it's like being on a different planet. Well, yeah, and that's what I was I mean, that's what I was gonna say is let's let's use them and watch because as as like the values may be changing, um, it, it seems like you know, there's a few things that always happen before there's like a downward spiral. So let's see. I mean, Chick-fil-A has been great forever. So let's see now that they're kind of changing these things, if uh, that starts to affect, you know, the happiness of the employees. Um, yeah, I want to know. Is Chick-fil-A open on Sunday now? Any of them? Uh, I'm not sure if Chick-fil-A is open on Sunday, but Nate, can I chime in on the two stories that I got uh, in relation to this conversation? So, yeah. first of all, the, the when I first came to the United States, um, so I came to the United States from India, right? My family moved here from India. And um, uh, when I first came, uh, uh, um, the, the, the first fast food joint that I went to was in New Jersey. We were visiting like, a, you know, a uncle's cousin's place. And it was me and my cousin. And we and there was already uh, McDonald's and uh, Burger King and whatever else opened up in India by that point in time. So 
I, I go to, we go to this, um, I think it was, yeah, I think it was Burger King um, um, in uh, New Jersey. I forget exactly where. It's in Edison or like in one of these places where all the Indians are in New Jersey. Um, and I, I go in there and I was shocked. I was shocked by the fact that you had to go and ask for refills. I was shocked by the fact that you had to go to, because in India they would come and they, they they would refill your drink for you. And I was like, wow, you have to go and you had to go and ask for refills. This is crazy. So if we're coming to that point here in the United States as a country, like we're getting back to third world status. First of all, I know it, it's like it's devolving, right? Because we've had the self-serve machines forever. And, and for whatever reason, like, you know, either people are irresponsible and just like, you know, are, are bad customers, which is like a, a decline of our culture. So if you can't trust people not to like jack up your vending machines and like just, you know, waste them and bring in like, you know, gallon buckets and like fill it full of Dr. Pepper, like your society is getting disgusting and is devolving. Um, and so I, I agree. We are going for third world status. It's like if it's not broke, don't fix it. And I mean, it's because no one wants to, you know, they would rather remove the vending machines or remove remove the self-service machine that makes everything run smoother um, because they have a fear of going after like individual people who are misusing this. Like, you know, how dare you prosecute for this or how dare you chase someone off for this because they don't want to be called, you know, mean buzzwords. Um, and, and that's just a sta sad state of things. Um, but yeah, so apparently there is, okay. So last year there was a bill in New York, shout out Steph, that I don't know what happened with it, but if it was would have passed, it would require Chick Fil A's to be open on Sunday. It was basically anyone to do with like uh, that had anything to do with like contracts through, for uh, beverages and stuff like that would require them to be open on Sunday. So I mean, I guess you couldn't blame it for that. You, I mean, it would be forced by you know Caesar, so they'd have to close or I guess pay lots of fines or whatever. But additionally, um, on their own, um, since I guess uh, yeah, so at the Jackson Atlanta International Airport. Um, there's a Hartsfield Jackson Atlanta International Airport um, that is open, so it, it is open on Sundays. Uh, anyway, this is the, speaking of Chick Fil A, this is the other story that I had, and uh, this this might get a little bit troublesome because it's it's uh, it's race related. So I didn't know. So for instance, okay, so um, this is back when I was um, working directly in federal contracting um, in DC. And um, um, one of my my peers was, uh, th th I mean, th this guy is just 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 for the record. I mean, this person is not a kook, right? Because he was he used, he he was he was poached from NASA. He was the chief information security officer at NASA, and he was brought in to build up the cybersecurity practice over at uh, the firm that we were at. Uh, but he'd also been a Baptist preacher for several years, I think more than 15 or so years. So he, he knew he would, what he was talking about on both grounds. And I, I didn't know, for instance, so there's the one uh, random thing that somebody said about, um, um, about their, 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 you know, part of their parentage being black and you know, the diseases that come with it. And I was like, I did. I had no clue. I had no clue that there are certain sorts of diseases that come with because uh, because uh, systematically inflicted on the black population. 
I was like, that is absolutely horrendous. That's awful that, that, that something like this has been done to black people in the United States. I had no clue that this was the case. But now with that, with that comes, with that territory comes uh, certain other things, which is political affiliations and, and, and certain, um, even down to um, uh, what you think about various brands. So this person, like uh, I brought up Chick-fil-A, and uh, this person, who's a Baptist preacher, is a Baptist preacher. He was like, you know, you know why they, um, um, uh, you know why Chick-fil-A tastes so good, right? It's because they put sugar in all their food. Now, that might be true, but what he was trying to do was play on, play on the fact that well, they're uh, disproportionately affecting black people. Why? Because in general, on the left side of things here in the United States, and politically speaking, Chick-fil-A is completely antithetical to anything that is proposed by the Democrats, to anything that's proposed by the left. Um, they, they want <laughs> the restaurants to be open on Sundays. They want us to break the Sabbath. They want us to do uh, this, that, and the other, whatever the case may be. I'm not sure if I'm making a cogent point here, but uh, I just wanted to get my thoughts out on the matter. Yeah, I think your points. Yeah, I think your points made. I mean, I mean, uh, I don't know about everything. I mean, depending like what you're talking about diseases, like I know like you know the, the like Tuskegee experiments, how they gave a bunch of like white people in Alabama syphilis like on pur uh, on purpose uh, to study the results. Like, uh, anyways, the, there's a, there's a very shady history of stuff. Um, but yeah, I get your point. And except now, like that's why I was saying, like it seems like through through new management or, or whatever, it should really like. It, I wish I kind of knew what we were going to talk about so I could do a little research, but it seems like, you know, Chick-fil-A was like turning um, ownership or management over and um, yeah, Chris. And um, as a result, like it, it used to like donate towards like, you know, they used to complain that it was donating towards like very like Christian causes um, and things like that. And uh, now it seems like they're donating. I don't know if it's Planned Parenthood, but it's something like just as cringy. Um, but, but they're starting to come on board with a lot of like kind of left leftist causes. Um, that would not necessarily be aligned with the word of God. <laughs> um, and you could say it's a business decision, whatever, but I mean, it was also, you know, the, the founder, like what Kathy truly or whatever, um, you know, the whole point was to have a God centered Christian business. Um, so anyways, how, how the mighty have fallen, put your trust in God, not man. Um, every, 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 every tongue for the smile, every knee shall bow is what Satan wants to replicate in this world. <clears throat> Yeah, it was like Taylor Swift saying how, like, you know, she's like, I'm a Christian. If you're a Christian, support abortion. It's like, what? Yes, exactly. By the way, look at uh, uh, Chris, what, what was her face? I forgot. I, I forget what the, the, the person's uh, name was. But uh, look at Anton LaVey's daughter and Taylor Swift. And, and look at them <laughs> side by side. Oh, oh, my favorite, yeah. I... My favorite is Taylor Swift and Napoleon Dynamite. They look the same. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on, Chris. I got a, I got a better one for you. You remember Brett Kavanaugh? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you remember Christine Blasey Ford? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen them in the same room at the same time? Oh. <laughs> okay. So here's a. Okay. So here's a quote. And by the way, yeah, this kind of gets to the Super Bowl and all that trash, and that he gets us stuff. But yeah, then I want to talk about the the trans shooter that you know shot up Osteen's church because that's the person's director 
anger at. But okay, so yeah, it's uh, Taylor Swift. It's quote, I'm a Christian, and people with real Christian values support abortion. So there you go. And I, I don't even I, I don't even know if you need to say anything. Like if we need to say something, you've already missed the point. But that's kind of like um. No, we uh, need um, to. Okay, we, wait, we, hang we, on. We, we, wait, wait, stop, 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 stop. Um, did, I'm, I've been trying to say this. I keep forgetting. Did anyone see the other? I, I can post it in a minute. I will post it. But it's the it's the, like the the parody version, the more correct version of the he gets us Super Bowl ads. So did, did anyone see that? I posted on Discord. <clears throat> posted oh, on Discord yeah. for can those you, there. Can you, can you please repost it here? Yes, I will. But basically, it's it's it was like great. It was like you know almost brought a tear to my eye. And the whole thing was like some dude just like re-edited like or you know recreated this in the style of the he gets us with the music and the, the words and the letters on the screen but instead of that trash that we saw in the super bowl um it was like i i, I think it was was it lave's daughter did she become a christian but it was someone who who it said was like um you know it had different pictures and it said former abortionist um and then it said had a new picture of them side by side that came in and it had like him now delivering a baby and then it said uh you know, former Satanist. And I think it said something of it was either his daughter or wife or something. And it said, uh, now like Christian or now like something like that. And then it, it had this music going and it keep, it kept doing all these former things like, you know, former drag queen and like prostitute. And it said now, um, you know, something like, um, like, like minister or missionary. And at the end of it, it kept going through all the things. And it was like, you know, instead of he gets us, um, it was like, you know, he uh, uh, redeems us, forgives us, uh, died for us, and then finally it lands on, saves us. And I thought, oh my gosh, that is like the ad that it, sh like everyone would be like going crazy if they would have actually legitimately done an ad like that. Yeah, here, let me grab it from Discord real fast for those people <clears throat> who aren't there. But it was it was like super powerful. So, Nate, have I shared, I, I uh, okay, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to share the link here on um on the room chat please propagate this through your um your discord uh server uh it's the global home of churches here in the united states it's the what the global homo churches okay well i'm going to propagate the thing i just talked about and then i want to talk about chris's uh, trans shooter because it's chris's Okay, everyone, it's like a minute-long video, so if anyone wants to talk about this and give their thoughts. Um, did Chris leave again? Oh. Anyway, if anyone wants to watch that real fast, I would be curious on your thoughts. It's like a minute like a minute long. You know what? I'm going to watch it again, too, so I, re I refresh my memory. So, yeah, everyone, just take take like a minute. Click on that link at the very, very top. Oh, also post it in side chat. So let's talk about this for a minute. So click on the link in the top. Go to link. Yes, it's exactly one minute long. Okay, take a moment and we'll be right back.
Amen. Oh, hey, Nate, can you post the Discord server in the chat, not at the top? Uh, yeah, give me one second. So everybody that left your Discord is wanting to come back now. Okay, wait. <laughs> okay, hang, hang on. Well, I, I had the Discord server posted until I posted that video. Uh, that's awesome. No, I know. Yeah, so I'll, I'll post that again in a minute. Anyway, so did you guys watch that? Did anyone in the audience have a chance to watch that? Like, come on stage or post your chat. But that was super powerful. Like, I mean, that, that's the best thing. I don't even know what to say. Like, someone should just play that on repeat on Sunday, on like a Sunday church service. Um, but yeah, for those who didn't watch or are unwilling <laughs> or unable, um, it just went through the whole gamut. And it just showed like, you know, before and after photos. And it was like former witch. And, you know, now they're getting baptized. Um, like former jihadists, and now they're like, you know, of sane mind holding a Bible. Uh, you know, former abortionist, former this, former, former abortionist, that. Former... Yeah, that was a huge one. Yeah. With a baby in his hand. And at the very end, it's like, you know, he, he sacrificed for us. He answered us. He, you know, redeems us. He saves us. Anyway. It's, it's yeah, like, that's awesome. It's like the ending of First Peter. Okay. Uh, let me post the Discord link. Is that what you're asking for, Chris? Yeah, just in the chat. Yeah. I'm what, you found a couple more Chris. victims that want to come back and contend with you? No, no, no. These are just <laughs> a bunch of our friends that left. Oh. They're asking for the link. Asking it shall be so. Okay. So, Chris, the Osteen person, um, it was, like, I heard different things at first. Like, it was a you know, man to woman, woman to man, all this other stuff. But I, I, I guess, correct me if I'm wrong, the most recent thing is it was a biological female who says they are a biological male, or who says they're male now, came in with a AR-15 with a free Palestine scratched into the butt of the gun and just went crazy and shot an old guy and got shot themselves um, because trans people are oppressed. Or they want Joel Osteen himself to free Palestine? That's that's kind of my understanding. Do you have anything else? All right, you're dead to me, Chris. Random, what's up? Oh, I was going to uh, comment on the video. Yes, please. And I was trying to copy the Discord link, bro. That's That's what I was doing. Uh, yeah, random. Go ahead. Oh, uh, oh, it and, was... <clears throat> yeah, go ahead, random. I was, I was just gonna say it's gonna be anticlimactic, but it was meh. Yeah, and I, I would say, you know, for all the the math, um, like that, that is like Christian one hundred and one. If there's like, hey, what is some? How do you sum up the Bible? Um, that video is not a bad way to go to it. Um, I mean, it may not give quite as much uh, on on the nose, like line for line gospel as you would want. But for like a one minute video that just has to make a punch and get out, it's like, yeah, like Steph posted in the chat, such were some of you. So, you know, you were living one way and now you are another way. And it's because Jesus saves, redeems, cleanses, forgives, uh, died for us. So instead of 13 years <clears throat> of intellectual scholarship and religious debate with, uh, you know, our fine fellow friends here, um, that one minute video will basically sum it all up. Um, so yeah, and if someone has a, you know, that, that's where I would say like, follow your convictions, 
and hold to them and don't give any ground uh, related to God, um, no matter what other people say. So, I mean, that is the Christian message in, in, in that video. So if people still have a problem with that, well, then you just have a problem with the proper understanding of Christianity. I'm sorry. I guess, you know, if that means we can't be friends, that's sad, but I'm not moving. So um, anyway, um, and, and also random, I'd say it, made, it was extra impactful because of the like very, very like wrong, I don't even say, you can say watered down, but very wrong way. Um, a lot of the Christians feel the, the he gets us ad was presented. So it would have been a good ad on its own. But because that one was so off base, um, that made this one more impactful. So if you really had a problem with the he gets us ad, you'll really love this version of what it should have been. Um, and if you don't know or don't care about the other one, then eh, I guess meh is understandable. Why? Well, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I never saw the other one. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> Bro, um, this, do you know who Keith Foskey is, Nate? The the guy who does the denomination. Yeah, but you do. You do. You just don't realize it. Oh, okay. Nate. So <laughs> he's the guy who did the uh, if the denominations were guns, like skits, like he does all that. Have you seen that? Uh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I do know. I do know who he is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, the guy yeah, is like yeah, Baptist yeah, guns. Calvin, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, anyway, so his, his take on doing another um, ad was like, no, you know what you do is you have these people and, and they step out in the rain and, you know, and they're they're like celebrating and they're kind of dancing in the rain and like, you know, a couple other people like pop out and they're all dancing in the rain and holding hands. And then as the camera pulls back, you see Noah's Ark in the background. <laughs> oh, 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 hold on. Can, can, can he you gets guys, us. Can you guys please help me out here? Where does the Jesus get uh, gets? Is that literally from last year's Super Bowl? They, what, the, the he gets us thing. They, they've yeah. done it for a few years. They've they done it for a couple years. No, the, the the most recent iteration. That was from this current Super Bowl a few days ago. No, 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 no. Uh, excluding this one. I don't understand your question. Excluding this, the, mo the excluding this Super Bowl, when okay, when well, when was the last time they did it? The last major time they did it. Uh, the last oh. Super Bowl, like there may last have been Super like there, there may have been like a time for something. Man, else. my I, life I is passing so fast. Oh yeah. man, it literally was. I just wanted to confirm it was. It was. Yeah. Oh man. Like I think I may have seen it like one other oh. time. It wasn't the Super Bowl, but it would have been like like Lord. Once. It was it literally was from the oh. But hey, they man. did two ads this Super Bowl, so you know, I mean, it was, it was. So uh, two uh, ads. what what do you guys think about? Okay, because uh, I, I was uh, I, I remember speaking about this uh, um, that ad with uh, people here on Clubhouse. Um, what do you? Uh, are there some Mormon connections involved? I with the people I who, fund think, the, I, who, I, who funded no, the ad. I, I I don't think it's uh, Mormons is the chosen. Um, I think that he gets us is like. The Hobby Lobby people, which is another weird one, right? Because they used to get all the hate for being too Christian and too conservative. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like they've changed also. So, like, you know, I, I was hearing, you know, trust but verify, that, like, Hobby Lobby money is funding this campaign. And um, I don't know if uh, – can someone find out if Chick-fil-A had any part in this? Like, that <laughs> that would be interesting. But I know it's a lot of, like, once what we consider pretty evangelical conservative Christian groups – that seem to now be on board with this type of thing. So it's also the United Methodist Church is one of the big ones. 
Methodist. Yeah. You know, our Wesleyan friends. You know, the ones that didn't stay true to the Bible and uh, separated and went their own way. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, they used their free will to do so. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Chris, anything about the show? <laughs> well, I don't, sure, I don't, I don't even know what the point is there. Like, sure, they, they use their free will to go do evil. Like Romans 1 says, <laughs> Romans 1. <laughs> okay, if you cackle like hyenas, I'm just going to drop everyone. Um, <laughs> Romans 1 says, they uh, use, the, you know, they invented new ways of doing evil. Which goes back to a conversation we had once. It's like, well, look, is the devil like the ultimate evil thing in the universe? Or does he just have a couple tricks up his sleeve? And he's like, ooh, I'm the devil. I'm so evil. Like, do you ever think the devil's like shell shocked? Like, oh, man, I thought I was bad. But, but these humans, they have invented new ways of evil that even I couldn't have figured out. Um, so, so who could really invent the most evil, the devil or humans? I mean, Romans 1 definitely makes you scratch humans. your head a little bit. It's like, I think, I think I'm kind of leaning that way because it says they invented new ways to do evil. Chris, what do you think? I mean, there's always new ways to do evil, but there's nothing new under the sun either. So I don't oh, know. Good. Okay. Good point. Good point. All right, Chris, trend shooter. Oh, scene. The heart is wicked. By Chris, I meant Chris. All things. Deceitful <laughs> and wicked above all things, above all things. Okay. Other Chris. Um, I'm not real sure you want me to say about it. I mean, like, yeah, like, like everybody covered it up. I was at church yesterday, and I, and I just mentioned it, and people are like, "Wait, what?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's like a, it's like a trans dude, and he brought his own kid." And they're like, "Wait, what?" And I was like, "Yeah," and he used his kid as a human shield, and they were like, "Wait, what?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that you didn't see that in the news reports. You guys need to read better news sources." And they were like, "Oh, I guess so." <laughs> And I was like, yeah, man, like, just check the Daily Wire. They have all the deets. And they were like, oh. And I'm like, man, maybe if you get your news from PMS NBC, that's not the best source, you know? Like, you're just not going to learn the truth about stuff. And, and there was no calls for gun control or anything like that. Very oh, precise. no. We have an illegal immigrant criminal that turned trans that went in to shoot up a place and then got taken down by... I guess security, private security. I'm not real sure the story. Off duty cops, I think. Was it? Yeah. I mean, like my church has a security team, and there's always a bunch of people in the service with their their firearms, and then you know we have cops outside as well. So, you know, I I, I mean, it would probably go down the same way at my church. That he would come in, he would so people would see a gun, and they immediately drop the dude. So. An armed society is a polite society. Just Indeed. So. Yeah, like, the more people we have armed at church, like, the better I feel. I'm just like, all right. You know, the, the, the event that really threw me into shock was when last year, um, the thing that happened in Tennessee with the PCA school. Oh, yeah, uh, how we, we only have, like, part of the manifesto still. Yeah, and, and, and the, the force of all, like, if we only have one page of the manifesto. And the one page is disturbing enough. The one page is disturbing enough. But the fact that, I mean, like, I don't know what kind of monster you've got to be to look down the barrel of a, of a loaded gun 
at a child and, and pull the trigger. I mean, they, they, that's... Um, <laughs> they, they, Demons are real, dude. Demons are for sure real. Uh, that's what I'm saying. 100%. And, you know, uh, in, in, in the reform camp, we tend to be a whole lot more frozen than chosen, so to speak. But the uh, at this point, you know, if, if people don't acknowledge the existence of the diabolical in, in the realest terms, I don't even know what the point is of talking to them, because we see the effects of it all around us. Yep. Yeah, Nate, one of those hallway chats, um, Baconist has that, uh, what is this unbiblical Marine Kingdom? It just keeps going on and on and on. <laughs> and Baconist finally, doesn't like, know what the Marine Kingdom is? Well, I, no, he does, but oh. I think he was just trying to provoke a response. Oh, from oh did he get him? Nar. Oh, yeah, there's a bunch of Nar in there. And one guy is, like, <laughs> super offended. He was, like, super offended that I presented the gospel. And he's like, you think we don't know the gospel? And I'm like, uh, it sounds like you were saying something completely different to me, like when you gave your last presentation, my friend. And he's like, we got power and we got the authority. You know, and I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And it's like, you know, it's this kingdom dominion theology where it's like, oh, Jesus died on the cross not for your sins, but to give you the power and authority that he took back from the devil on the cross. And I'm like, oh, okay. I am curious, was, was the um, <clears throat> gospel something like, you know, Jesus died for your sins, repent, have eternal life? Or was it like, you unregenerate demon, you're going to be Satan's, like, pet forever, bird in hell? No, it was like the actual gospel. <laughs> it was actually a pretty good, <clears throat> it was a pretty good gospel presentation, if I don't say so myself. I, like, nailed all the points. <laughs> I got it done in, like, less than two minutes, and I nailed all the points. And, you know, and then, and then one of the NAR people just kind of slinked away. And was just like, well, thank you for presenting the gospel. And then just quit. And then another guy got real belligerent and was just like really upset that the gospel presentation was given. And Baconist was like, um, usually when somebody presents the gospel around me, I'm I'm pretty, you know, like like cool, man. Thanks for thanks for sharing. And it's like, dude, you're like offended. And uh the guy keeps trying to explain himself why he's so offended at the gospel <laughs> and thinks we have wow. a false gospel. He's like, you don't have the gospel of power. And I'm like, oh, power. I'm like, okay, do, cool. Um, <laughs> do we know um, what's what's going on in chat? It looks like there's there's a question that someone was asking, and I, it, it's just a back and forth. If I answered, no, you didn't. I answered, no, you didn't. Like, does anyone know the actual question? <laughs> That's too far up for me to scroll. Or unless someone has something else. So Random, you got anything Bill, else? Oh, Mr. Bill Go wanted ahead. to know if Steph thinks that people who believe in full Roman Catholic theology are going to heaven and there's like a Mexican standoff at this point. Oh. By the way, I don't Must think Mr. Wednesday. I don't, I don't think Mr. Bill's on discord. So if neither of you, Steph or Bill is on discord, um, no one can miss discord for it because it's not like uh, one or the other. Like if neither of you are there, one of you figure it out and someone get there. Click on that link at the top. Oh, your Mr. wildest Bill, dreams Bill. will come true. Now that you, um, now that the Calvinist invasion has happened. Oh, by the way, Jimmy's wife is going to come on too. <laughs> Jim, wait the the Jimmy, the one I know. Yeah. 
what in the, like here now today? No, on the Discord. She's she not on the Discord. House. Oh, she she did come. Okay, well, like separate yeah. from his account. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's her account. Like, oh. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used, I used so to. Yeah, she was like a huge part of uh, the Ask a Christian, like uh, back back in the day, and like twelve years ago on Google. Like, yeah. She's oh, great. Snap. She's like, like she's like crazy smart. Yeah, man. Jimmy's awesome, dude. Jimmy is like incandescently smart. JC says that Jimmy's the smartest guy he's ever heard. Where do you hear him? Like, where has he been hiding out at? Um, Jimmy's been hiding out on other Discord servers, but he's also been in just uh, Calvinist Clubhouse. He has very little tolerance for dummies. Jimmy's Calvinist? Oh, did he make his wife Calvinist? Or has she always been? Oh, yeah. He's always been Calvinist. <laughs> well, I guess someone Little do you know, all <laughs> of your friends are secret Calvinists. <laughs> yeah, we're always lurking around like rats. That's right. <laughs> and we got, like, Todd with his A.W. Pink book cover. <laughs> so that's a very, oh, did very you hear? Apparently you in a, apparently the Oh, uh, apparently the British government just, like, uh, put a bunch of, you know, because how conservatives and Christians were trying to, quote, ban all the books. Um, well, the British government just uh, released a book list of... Um, of books that actually need to to I don't know if they said outright be banned, but you're basically getting on a watch list. Like it said, these can cause um, people to turn into like a very right right wing extremist leanings if they read these. So they made a book of um sens- a book list of sensitive books and dangerous books. Um, and I mean I won't even make you guess. Some of them include like you know like John Locke. Um, there's uh, C.S. Lewis and Tolkien. Um, nice. so, so th- these, what about uh, the readers Bible? Of these, Did that make the list? <laughs> no, I did. I did. I, I mean, I didn't read the whole list, but I maybe, maybe the Bible's on there. I don't know. But I mean, C.S. Lewis and Tolkien caused people to have extreme right wing leanings. Oh, bite me, Britain. So, um, actually if Steph is there, this is a good one for her. So my wife is she going gone. to the, you ran her off. <laughs> I didn't run her off. I know. Um, I'm just telling my wife is going to the kilns today, um, oh. which is that's a tour of C.S. Lewis's home and his favorite pub, and like it's a whole all-day tour today that she's doing with her cousin. My wife's in England right now. Yeah, I'm looking at the people fighting on who's more real in chat. I'm fake. Oh. You're fake. I'm more real than your god. You follow a cookie monster. Um, uh, see. Oh, day day. No, no, no. Christians are very judgmental. We just don't judge like we don't judge like unbelievers. That's you know, like you do whatever you want. Knock yourself out. Do you know day day? I do not know day day. Are they? It's kind of a fun thing to say. Yeah, day day. Say say the cray cray. I don't know. I mean, we could probably get a whole thing going. Boy, send me you know, Krishan, up if you like. Krishan is actually a um, a battle rap master. I don't know if you know that. No. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, it turns out I'm an open carry battle rap master. <laughs> um, they call him the brown bomber. 
<laughs> Dude, anytime I get to troll Prashad, it's so much fun. Jeez, I, 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 if I, if I haven't been trolled by Chris enough, I'm like, Chris, where's, where, come on, where's yeah, my Yeah, where's the love, man? Did I say something? Are you mad at me? Yeah, I troll, I troll Nate on a daily basis, so. Although I've been, I've been, the memes that I normally sent to your text, I've been putting on the Discord for everybody to enjoy, so. Yeah, I've been doing the same thing. Yeah. Discord is very yeah. quiet. It's like, pretty much me. And then you're next, and then like Mark, like no one else even talks. There's like over a hundred people. Like no one ever does anything on that server. Well, it's because people are not doing a lot with Discord. People when Clubhouse had the sweet meteor of death, people were really active on Discord. Um, you know, and now that we've got Clubhouse back, kind of, then people are like, "Hey, I'll send my PC." Or I think that's part of it because none of the Discords that I'm on are as active as they were two months ago. So, um, I don't think that, and it's also a function of the major thing that was going on is you had a big Roman Catholic fight with Roman Catholic apologists. That was the main driver of the traffic on the server, but it's also a reason that a whole bunch of people left. And so the reason I said, Hey, let me get the discord link back is because, um, one of our good friends, uh, was like, yeah, I, I left that discord server, um, because of the Roman Catholic, um, influence. And so I was like, oh, okay. So now that the now that we've driven off the demons, um, then a lot of the Christians are coming back. So huh. And I thought I used to be hard on the Roman Catholics. Hey, to study history is to realize the depths of depravity of the Roman Catholic Church. It's it's a it's breathtaking. Hey, here's a quick quiz. Who killed more people, Adolf Hitler or the Roman Catholic Church? Roman Catholic Church. <laughs> Roman Catholic Church. Ding, oh, ding, ding, boy. ding, ding. Yeah. But wait, Hitler was Catholic, right? He has never excommunicated. Oh, so yeah, there you just go. add those to the Catholic Church. Wait, was he? Were they murdering ex cathedra or on their own? <laughs> well, you never know. So they're like really squirrely about that. It's like, hey. Uh, was that an ex-cathedra statement? It's like, who can really know? Like, their actual theologians will be like, who can really know? Ex-cathedra is a move of the Holy Spirit. It has to be recognized in generations past. And it's like, okay, can you point to one? Like, you got 2,000 years of history, man. Like, show me one ex-cathedra statement. And it'll be like, oh, uh, here, oh, we, oh, we got this one. Yeah, uh, there's the uh, other than the centuries worth of stuff. I, I've, I've mostly been focusing on the specifically uh, 1618 to 1648 for this project that I'm working on, uh, the Thirty Years' War, and the number of Protestants that were murdered is, and not only so we're talking about military deaths, we're talking about civilian deaths, we're talking about deaths by actual maiming, wounding. Uh, uh, we're talking uh, uh, all of it put together, you know, pestilence, disease spread, uh, famines, actual people being beheaded, people being burned at the stake, etc., etc. Entire areas of Bohemia, Moravia, southern Germany uh, were depopulated. The population levels did not recover for 200, for 200 years. 
the population levels did not recover. We're talking about murders happening every single minute for 30 years. Um, hey, let me do a good Christian service here and help the guys in the chat. One, Day Day thinks Random's a Christian, which is hilarious. Random, you're welcome with open arms. Um, but they're, they're <laughs> arguing over... Um, Day Day says, no proof your God is real. So he's going back and forth over prove God, don't prove God, whatever your God isn't real, he's a cookie monster. Um, and then he says, no proof your God is real. And Random says, it would be prove... Um, so I think Random thinks he meant the sentence structure would be like, no, comma, prove your God is real. Like, you know, you prove your God is real. But I think Day Day meant it as like a grammatically incorrect uh, sentence. But nonetheless, his point would be like, like, no proof your God is real, as in like, there is no proof your God is real. I have a feeling that's where the disconnect happened. Um, anyways. But before someone accuses someone of being the wrong kind of oh, atheist, oh, I to, see. Just, he was just, just using some... bad sentence structure. Yeah, oh, okay. I just wanted to give some Christian, that's my Christian bad. love there. <laughs> Legitimately, that's my bad. I, I, I just assumed that he, either way, he was wrong. Got it. But well, he is wrong because God is real. <laughs> but he says, you know, no, no proof your God is real. Um, you know, absence of proof or uh, absence of proof is not proof of absence. Um, <laughs> but um, let's see, Mr. Bill, you you came up. What's up, Mr. Bill? Oh no, Mr. Bill. Who ran off step? I was think I... it was you, except you're not even on Discord, right? Like you're not are you even on the Discord server? No, Discord is hard to figure out. See? So Steph's like at the beginning, she's like, I miss Discord because we're awesome. And then after talking to you about the Catholic Christian thing, she's like, Never mind, I don't miss Discord. I'm like, wait, you can't blame Discord for that. Mr. Bill's not even on Discord. <laughs> Ah. Okay, well, um, um, hey, Michael, come get your man. I think Day Day is drunk. Well, I want to see how Day Day's Day Day is going in a minute, but um, I wanted to, uh, <laughs> Mr. Bill, did you do you have uh, something to say? Say, real fast, fast. No, I'm good. Just I'll let you guys talk. Okay, uh, well, Michael, we'll we'll say hi in a second, but I don't think I met Day Day, and I'm interested to hear this. What's up, Day Day? Are you away, way? You got to hit the microphone, microphone. What's up, Diddy? Um, Dude, if God was the cookie monster, that would the proof for God would be that there would be no cookies. Or it'd rain cookies. Ooh. It would rain chocolate chip. Oh, and then it'd be the wrong kind. Of like, there is no God. These are only chocolate chip cookies. We want oatmeal raisin cookies. Oh, uh, Danny, I, saw you, I, I saw you briefly unmute. Was there a problem, or are you not able to speak? Just let us know if you want to say anything. Sorry for making your name rhyme. I, it's just, I can't help it. Uh, all right, Michael, what's up, Michael? Day, day, what have oh, you just, got um, to say, say? You know, watching your, uh, I, I enjoyed watching your lead in the House of Representatives shrink just a little bit more yesterday. Oh, was that because the uh, the congressperson in California just recommended that um, minimum wage be extended to fifty dollars an hour? Well, I, I, that's a that's a that's a different story. No, I mean the uh, I'm in the uh, the congressional race that was held last night for yeah. the for the ridiculous George Santos who was ousted. Uh, a Republican a Republican held seat again flipped a Democrat last night. So yeah. That's interesting, right. but well, um, the, dev the devil's alive and active. What can I say? <laughs> well, no, but because that's that's just made up. But um, it, no, it's interesting. The, 
this gets talked to, this gets, this gets bandied about a lot up here as well. The idea of minimum wage, stuff like that. And, you know, living, living so close, like just on the, in the suburbs of the fourth largest city in North America, um, minimum wage doesn't mean anything. Like minimum wage is a, is an antiquated term. What we really need to address is a living wage. Like, for example, if you live in, you know, in armpit Idaho or Wyoming, you can, you can probably live on eight, nine bucks an hour, right? But if you live, but if you live in anywhere in, you know, any other large metropolitan center, you can't afford a cardboard box on the street for $9 an hour. So this idea of a minimum wage, like I, I would agree with you that the term minimum wage should be done away with. And we need to address a living wage. Okay. Like that's why, well, like, you know, anyway, but that's, uh, that's yeah. just my opinion. Well, and well, then you can put we're, everybody we're, out of business and Big Macs will be, you know, $17 for a Big Mac. And then McDonald's goes out of business. It's great. Oh, come on. You can afford so, $17 for a Big Mac. Hang on, hang I on. Can. Before we get down that road, I want to say hi to another guy before can. we run him off because we do that here. Uh, see what's up. And by the way, uh, Michael, um, remember this when we come back. Okay, a living wage, a, a, a you know lowest amount that you know is federally mandated. I mean, fifty dollars. Just keep that number in mind. That's what this genius recommended. Just saying, call it what you want: living wage, crazy wage. Um, fifty dollars an hour is the number. But uh, C, uh, what's up, C? How are you doing? Kirkland. All right. Well, day day. Um, I, I mean, I sent you an invite and you're like, uh, you know, hit the mute button. Like, I don't know how you use a phone. I mean, did you want to speak? I mean, you're on stage. I called on you for like 30 seconds. Like I am right now. Would you like to say anything or do you just want to stay up here for closer company? He, he feels disrespected, I think. Oh, he has no idea what's in store. Um, just kidding. Hopefully, we try to be respectful. All right, Michael. Hey. Um, no one else wants to talk. See, Day, if you want to say anything, just just let us know. Yeah. I'm having a I'm great day voice. today, so I'm not going to be mean. It'll be fine. All right, Michael. Um, I don't know. Do we have a Christian topic? Like We, we talked about politics a lot yesterday. Yeah, I'd um, rather uh, not talk about politics. I don't care. Chris, if I did work for you, would you pay me $50 an hour? I mean... That's kind of the going wage for my type of work, so probably, but, like, you got to work your tail off for that 50. No, I would only pay you 17, as much as I would pay for a Big Mac, because I can afford it. <laughs> yeah, the only ones going to be able to afford McDonald's are me and Prashant. <laughs> wow, look at you two rich young rulers. Yep, it's easier than for a needle or something. Camel to go through the eye of a needle. But Chris, that, that means was your... That was poor for a really long time, so... But you're going against the commandments of Jesus. He clearly tells the guy to sell all of his stuff, and that's it. He'll be saved if he sells all the stuff. Oh, yeah, so, of uh, course. That's what saves him. Yeah, 100%. You want to explain that for people that may think that's actually what we believe? In? We're, we're kidding, yeah. So um, when Jesus tells the rich young ruler, like, hey... So if you come and follow me, he like gives him an invitation to become a disciple. Um, I think all the 12 were already there. So it would have been like one of the 70 or one of the 120. And, uh, and the dude was like, went away sad because he had a bunch of stuff. So what Jesus was demonstrating was that he did have idol worship in his life, 
um, because the rich young ruler had previously said, all of these commands I have done. And Jesus said, yet one thing you lack, sell all your stuff and give it to the poor. He was idolizing his wealth. And so Jesus is not against wealth and he's not commanding everybody to sell all their crap. What he was doing is pointing out to this rich young ruler and to the people around him that his idol worship was not wood and stone. It was his himself with his money. And uh, that's why the guy went away sad and presumably to hell. That's unfortunate. Even, even before uh, the, even before the coming of Jesus, even before the word was made flesh, uh, when the Holy Spirit spoke through the prophets, Malachi, uh, there's a question that's asked, how will man rob God? And the, the answer is, you know, with your tithes and your contribution. And God clearly says, bring the full tithe to the storehouse so that my people can have food to eat. And by what, what he means by that is faith. Bring your, the, the entirety of your faith. Love the Lord with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. Yep. So, Day Day, I'll be nice. I give people a hard time, but, you know, I don't think you're dumb. I mean, you said some crazy stuff, and that's fine. We could talk about it, but, you know, it's okay. It's all right, man. I'll give you a pat on the back. Give you a little back rub. We'll be all right. Come on. Talk to us. Hey, Roll come on. Up, 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 just remember, appropriate touching only. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely seek, uh, what is it? Uh, consent. That's it. That's the that's yep. the new buzzword. Enthusiastic. I mean, enthusiastic. Enthusiastic consent. Like, I'll give Michael an atheist foot rub. That's fine. You know, as long as he's okay with it. Will you wash his feet? I mean, like he sure. gets us, Chris. Yeah, Michael gets us. I'll wash Michael's feet. That's generous, but no thank you. Yeah, I mean, not in like a weird, like, like furry type <laughs> way or anything, but, you know. Is oh, there, oh, well, then never mind. I don't, I don't want it then. <laughs> Nate's hoping for like a weird furry kind of thing. Like dressed up with like fox ears or something. All right, we need to look. All right. Oh, see, oh, no, that's oh, the hard oh, part oh. is. You were talking Nate, about furries. Huh? Nate, you're making it really hard for me to maintain decorum in your space. So I'm talking about hard and maintained. <laughs> you're killing us there are Michael, ladies you, in the room if, no there aren't are, wait are there talking about rubbing feet and making it really hard this is not good conversation yeah maintain. Oh, Francis. Francis is the only one who stuck it out with us <laughs> anyway um, Nate, you were asking for a, for a Christian topic um, I'm not sure I've got one this morning uh, I mean it, it's it's funny <laughs> Maybe that's not true. I am, I am starting to get to the point where. Have you ever heard of the term theological non-cognitivist? Uh, um, I can't say that I have. Can you? Can you give us the rundown? It, it, well, basically, the 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 Coles Notes version. Sorry, Cliff Notes in the U.S. Um, the Coles Notes version would be gods don't make any sense. They had, even the concept of gods don't make sense. You know, it doesn't make sense. Poutine. Poutine doesn't make any sense, Michael. It's Poutine, but okay. <clears throat> doesn't make any sense. Make it make sense. 
Well, I mean, that, if you, I mean, if that you've never a... enjoyed, if you've never enjoyed, you know, gravy goodness over cheese curds and and really hot crispy fries, you don't know what you're missing. You just don't. It's it's real simple. I like French fries. I like gravy. Let's put them together. Oh, he speaks. Yeah, but don't don't don't, don't forget the cheese well? curds. Don't forget the cheese curds. I am not Canadian as well. I will get to go to Canada here in a couple. Hopefully they have better internet there. Pretty Don't get arrested. I hear they're throwing people in, in jail for challenging the government. <laughs> no, uh, well, we Michael, do I that. mean, that, that may be a, that may, I mean, that may be a, um, a fancy term, but I mean, it's not new, right? Like how many times have people. Oh, um, no, I don't think it's like, new. Well, yeah, I don't think it's new. Oh, you just think that you may be sliding into that category. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's start like even the, the concept and, and, and it's weird because like I always, when I, whenever I, whenever I approach anything like a religious topic, I, I tend to look at it from the Christian perspective because that's what I used to be. And so I have to, it's that, like, it's that the, the, the idea of the Christian God, like the Bible, it, it's getting Wait, to the point are, where are you, are it's, it's inco. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was a Christian for twenty Burn plus years, him. and I am no longer. Oh, well, that's 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 how Christian of you. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, in it, a good way. To, yeah, in the best way, in in the warmest way, not the burning fiery way. Yeah, um, it's getting to the point now where like well, the, the idea of the Christian God just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like it's it's reaching the point of incoherence from my perspective. And so what has changed? Like you, you, I mean, you, you seem to be pretty well-versed. I take you at your word. You're a Christian for like, you know, a um, very long time. Um, you don't seem just like a pew sitting Christian. It seems like you actually read the Bible and, and know this stuff. So how would you just now be like, it doesn't make sense even more now. Like, it seems like you've always, as long as I've known you a year or so, what held like very, very same type of understanding of it. And it, and it's made the same amount of non since i guess you know to you so so how could it be more so now um that's a really interesting question because like for the past and it's not i always i try to approach things from the perspective that i you know like you know hey i could be wrong about this whatever happens to be i think it's the most honest way to look at something um and so in the (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> take this in the manner which it's intended it's probably your fault Dave and <laughs> what I'm and what I mean and, and I mean that like mostly tongue-in-cheek is because I I've been trying harder since I've started interacting with most of the people in this space uh, I have been trying harder and it's getting harder and harder for me to maintain the charity that I had when you first met me. Does that make sense to you? It does. I have noticed, um, like kind of a general angst with everyone, but I, I have noticed you, you do seem to have downgraded your head of charitability. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't know what that was, but it, uh, yeah. So what you're saying aligns with my perception of, of how you've interacted. I mean, you're still a great guy, but it seems like for some topics or some people, um, you know, admittedly, you would say like, "I don't have enough charitability," or "I I don't have the hat, uh, the right hat for that today." And I I was wondering why. So I still don't know why, but I mean, it, it makes sense, and I have noticed that biblically speaking, though. I mean, again, you know, just call it a coincidence. Um, I won't, but you can. 
but I mean, it does talk about, you know, this dividing line, right? And, and it's better to be hot or cold. And, you know, this, we talked about it as recently as what, yesterday, the day before, how I believe the neutral ground is disappearing. So um, you're either, you, the collective you, um, it is either going to align more and more on the side of what the Bible says or on the side um, very much against it. Um, so, so, I mean, I don't know if I have a good answer or response other than saying like what you're saying, I have observed in you. And also that is my observation of what the Bible says seems to be happening. Not just, you know, I guess you would say that maybe your what's happening in your case, but also the greater world at large that seems to be happening in society. Um, but as best as I could, I would say, Hey, if you, if you have to go to one side, you know, I know you don't choose your beliefs or whatever, but if you have to go to one side, I would really hope it's, uh, you know, not further away from the Bible, but closer to it. What's up, Michael? How you doing? Can you hear me? Well, My Michael, oh, Sam. I can Sam. Hey, how are you? Do you want no, to respond no, no, real no, fast no, before I, Sam I, says? No I'd, be ple- no, I'd be pleased to hear whatever Sam has to say. <clears throat> All right, Sam, how what's doing, up? Man? I doing, I guess got a question. I was going to do a... Uh, uh, Another question, but I, I got a question. I got a question. I got a question. And I know you're an honest person, so I know you're going to answer me according to 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 you, to your goodness. Um, where does intelligence come from? Um, I think. Well, I guess my opinion would be. I don't. I'm not sure if I can tell you this definitively, but my opinion would be that. Uh, intelligence, which exists in the mind, is a byproduct of the material brain. That's that would be my that would be my opinion. Okay, so every living creature on this planet has mind. Every one of them. Where does that mind originate? I I think I just answered you. Okay, so here's the thing, though. Every creature on this planet has intelligence. And you're saying that intelligence just came from the dirt. Because ultimately, everything that dies returns to the dirt. While I would say that that's a somewhat perhaps overly simplistic view, I think at, at the root, like, yes, um, life, uh, life came from, uh, what's the best way to put this? Um, yes, life came from inorganic material. Right. And, so seems, to, and seems to return to the same. Okay. Um, but to say, but Sam, in, in fairness. Do you believe that? Let, let us have our conversation, please. Okay. Yeah. Right. So. Okay. So, yeah. And and Sam and you, we we've spoken at length so much about this, and and I, it's it's always been super respectful, and and I yes, know right sir. now will be will be no different. Yes, and, sir. and so I think that it's it might be the case to say that you know it kind of just came from dirt or just something like that okay. might be a might be a little bit of an oversimplification because the the evident process of evolution that we all came from is an incredibly uh, time uh, expansive and laborious process 
um, it, it seems to me that it's almost, it, it, it's almost like a degree of, and I mean this in the most charitable way possible, but projection. Because it seems to me that it's the believer that seems to think that God just went poof, and here it is. Oh, most definitely God went poof, and here it is. But here's the thing, though. What if, and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying definitely, see, because the most superior thing on this planet is the mind. Um, what if God is a greater mind than ours? That created all the rest of the mind, and is a mind that is so powerful that it is able to take dirt and dust, and time and space and matter, and create, and then put intelligence inside of it. What if that's true? That's not well, true. If, well, if if that's the case, then I would be wrong. Evolution is real, bro. I I, I wasn't speaking to you, sir. Respectfully, I was talking to Michael. I, I haven't had a conversation with Michael in a while. We usually have. Pretty good discourse. I appreciate your answer, sir. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think I think Sam, the most the most honest answer I could give you is like if what you said is true, then I would be wrong. And I and I and I have to, in fairness, accept that as a possibility. Well, if 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 I take that on the surface, just according to our story, the story is that it says God, but at a certain point in that story, it says. Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. And let's give him dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowls, the air, basically everything that creepeth on the earth. And he said, he breathed into him and man became a living soul. We still have dominion over the earth. There's nothing on this planet that has the dominion that we have. We are the only creature on this planet that we can tell has the ability to reason with God. Okay, while, while I agree with you on the reasoning part, um, the first part you said isn't even close to being correct. Um, there, are micro, but there are microorganisms that have dominion over us. Like we, we didn't know what it was like until we discovered things like bacteria and viruses and stuff like that. We didn't know what they were. But I think, you know, the, the global pandemic of a couple of years ago demonstrates that, you know, a, a, a minuscule virus had dominion over us and had the capacity to kill something like 8 million people. Okay, so, so, so think about this. When the virus appeared, history has told, shown us that eventually mankind will find a way over the bacteria or be able to use that to do other things um, to, um, in, in, to our advantage, like penicillin. What about now that, have you ever heard of CRISPR? No, I'm not familiar with that. You'd have to educate me. Oh, and I should say, um, if I have to go quiet for just a couple of minutes, but okay. I, it's not that I'm ignoring you, but please keep on talking. I'm listening, but I have to do something that requires my attention for just a moment. CRISPR is a technology where they have learned and are learning how to create these tiny, tiny robots that can go in and replace diseases and malfunctions in the human genome. 
humans still have the upper hand over things that crawl on the earth. It's the human mind. We find a way to overcome. We, we found a way to discover that those things existed. Our point is that the possibility of mind coming out of nowhere from our, from a uh, faith standpoint of view, doesn't make logical sense. That we are what we are, but we didn't come from somewhere. Well, I guess while he's away, before he returns, I'd also say, you know, add, besides the Dominion comment, that's not wrong. Like, just because, you know, microorganisms or whatever, you, you may try to say have dominion over us. Well, I mean, the only way you can make that case is, is that finally the organisms win and humanity dies. So, you know, when you are dead and no other humans exist because, um, you know, these microorganisms have caused such havoc that the human humans are extinct, that's the time to make that case. Um, I don't think anyone really thinks it's going to happen. So, I mean, I think that point kind of stands that, no, you know, we still have dominion. Like, look around. Like, you know, the animal kingdom is not ruling us. Um, you know, we're not ruled by lions and tigers and stuff like that. We have, you know, we're like totally exerting our will and dominance over the life on the planet. Um, if there's some, like, bacteria or whatever that that messes with humanity and causes some trouble for us, see, that's a lot of feedback there. Um, then, yeah, the only way to say, see, humans aren't dominant is if we all die because of it. Um, let's also not not forget that a lot of the millions of dead are not necessarily from the disease, but, uh, you know, the vaccines that, uh, quote, vaccines that humans created. So that would be humans dominating other humans. See, did you want to say something? Hey, Michael, can I ask you a question? Well, he's probably not back yet. So, so what is the what is the relevance of the dominion concept like that you're bringing up, Pastor? From the believer's standpoint of view, we hold the position that God has given us, and we only hold that position. I mean, I'm, I'm explaining why I mentioned it in this conversation. We only hold that position because we have a greater, more intelligent mind, by which. Uh, also, we communicate with that mind. He has, according to what we believe, uh, said, come and let us reason together. This is what the command is. It was spoken to the Israelites, but as believers in the faith of the gospel and that same God, we take that call personal that mankind can reason with his creator but pointing out or like noticing and pointing out that we seem to have a higher capacity to reason utilize that reason to let's just simplistically say have dominance 
how I'm just confused how that isn't just a post hoc rationalization. Like it's you, you, we see that it has happened. And so now we're trying to justify why it is. No, 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 sir. We're not trying to justify anything. We believe the word of God to be true. We're not, we're not second guessing that we're not trying to figure it out. We know these things to be true. But it's 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 just a confirmation of your belief because that's what the belief says. But it came from mind. Like it, it was written by humans mind. about humans. Mind. It was written by humans about the mind, about the greater mind, about the individual that would have the greater mind. We believe in a whole lot of things. Faith is a part of the human experience. Faith is not uh, exclusive to Christians or Buddhists or Jews, or or it, it is also a tool that uh, uh, the unbeliever uses. Faith is an element that is given to mankind because of mind. We were about to get there when we were talking about evolution. Because you no, guys evo- have a you, lot you, of faith that believe in evolution. Oh, yes, sir. See, you, you, not only do you have to have faith, you have to be willing to swallow lies. Evolution has not been proven at all. I mean, we were also scratching on it whenever he was talking about life coming from non-life. That is something that we have never, ever observed. Okay, I'm back. Um, and I came in at just the right time. So I apologize for being away. Uh, I got you, Michael. Yeah, uh, Chris, you were about to uh, ask me a question, and then you said um, something remarkably foolish, but I'll let you ask the question first. Um, I didn't ask you a question. I I, I was going to ask Michael a question. Oh, pardon me. See, pardon me. I apologize, Chris. You you, you hardly ever ask me foolish questions, Chris. Okay. My question is, is... uh, how do you, what do you feel whenever you read in Psalms 14 that the fool says there is no God? Um, what I think is the same book says that... I didn't ask you the, what you think. I asked you what you, feel, what you felt. Yeah, so, so what, what I feel... So, so feelings are also a product of the mind. Um, and so a, a feeling will provoke thought. And so what I, what I, what I feel about that is... It is not something that should be taken seriously because the same book says a donkey spoke that um, man was made from dirt and that the world flooded. And we know those none of those things happened either. How I, do I don't. Know the, I, how, how do you how do you I'm sorry, but how do you know? Sir, you I'm going to go back to answering. I mean, I'm just going to go back to answering C's question for a second. Then I'm happy to entertain your your thoughts as well, um, because we, we know those things didn't happen. So I don't view the Bible as something that can be taken, or sorry, can be, that's the wrong thing to say. I don't view the Bible as something that should be taken seriously. May I ask my question now? Mr. C, please go on. Well, I'm about to have to go to work here. 
I want to say this, though. You have a whole lot of faith in your intellect and in books and in evolution and in the fact that life came from non-life. That's something that has never been observed. You have a lot of faith in that. So, so I, I, I want, say, I want yeah, to say that uh, I agree with the Bible. When the Bible says that the man who says that there is no God is a fool, I'm going to straight up agree with that in this moment right now. Well, yeah, and that's interesting. But And what you're saying. So, so what, so I'm, what you, I'm saying is I smell intellectual pride, and I don't think you well, yeah, ever believe in God. I'm a pretty, I'm a pretty smart God. guy. Yeah, I don't think you ever believed fine. in God. I, I do not. Yeah. Listen, I don't care how yeah. well versed you are. Mm-hmm. I don't think you believed in God. I think you've believed in your intellect. It was an intellectual endeavor. And you ha- have been given the truth, but you suppressed it. Yeah, so, okay. Good yeah, luck, buddy. Romans, yeah. Good Romans luck. One, Romans 1, that's fine. But since you don't have access to my private mental states, um, you, you can think what it is you, you like. Um you don't think I was a Christian and I'm not going to lose any sleep over that tonight, friend. Um, but w- w- one thing that you said was, was correct. Was he gone? Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, I'll say for the benefit of everybody else. So he said something really, really um, silly. And that is that uh, we've never uh, observed non-life become life, which is wh- now, what I was going to do was partially agree with him. That's true, but that's not evolution. And because he doesn't know anything about evolution, that's why he said something so foolish. What he was referring to is something called abiogenesis. And abiogenesis only happened once. And so he's correct in that. Well, we you don't know that. It. Um, yeah, no, we do know that. Well, well okay, hang on. I have very limited time, maybe like, maybe like 10, 15 minutes tops, and then I have to run. So there's your warning. But, well, first of all, no, I mean, just because you can, you know, taking evolution as you can, does not automatically mean there's only one abiogenesis event. Maybe it's something that happened the exact same way and it could replicate, um, or maybe it's happened a complete different way and uh, we we can observe that, or maybe it happened a different time and it just happened and you know that that life died out and we will never know it or we'll discover that happened ten thousand years from now. So I mean, you know, it, it's kind of a, a silly point I'm sticking to, but just the fact that you know to absolutely say it only happened once. Um, I mean, you, there's no way to, to know that. Um, but more importantly, whenever people like that's the common pushback people get when they talk about abiogenesis and people say that has nothing to do with evolution. Well, it's still tied to it because you wouldn't have evolution. There would be nothing to evolve if there wasn't that event. So, I mean, it, it may not be evolution, but it's still the, it's still tied to it in a way that you can't rightly separate from the discussion. OK, I'm done. Uh, I've got like 10 minutes. Go ahead. I said a bunch. I'll let somebody else talk now. I understand the the distinction that Michael was trying to draw between abiogenesis and the process of speciation. So uh, you know, it's uh, these things are not. Uh, I understand. I think Michael's critique was in fact accurate about the conflation of the two, which is an unfortunate thing that happens in Christian camps. So, but, but I do understand the distinction between the two. And in, in essence, however, his point still stands, which is that abiogenesis observably, observably has not been seen anywhere else. This is the one, one single definitive case of abiogenesis 
of which we know. Life coming from unlife. And it's a miracle in and of itself. It's something that science cannot, or at least has not yet been able to explain. And uh, as a believer, I don't think science will ever be able to explain. I mean, I, I literally believe that the universe is 6,000 years old. And don't get me wrong, I come from a background in the hard sciences, um, physics and applied mathematics. And I literally oh, believe that the universe is 6,000 years old. Is is there scientific evidence for the 6,000 years? Because uh, I haven't heard any, and I'd be very interested in it. Well, between 6,000 to... Uh, okay, let me, not, uh, let, me re, uh, let me rephrase that. 6,000 years... Six, between 6,000 to 13,000 years old. There's, there's a lot of evidence. Um, but regardless, the, the point still stands that, in, that God created the heavens and the earth. He, he spoke it into existence. And look into, look into uh, the, the revelations that are coming from the, the discoveries of the James Webb uh, telescope. It turns out that our entire timeline of the universe was horribly, horribly wrong. Either the universe, either the universe is a million times, a million times smaller than it is and a million times younger or it's a trillion, trillion, trillion times older than it is, and a trillion, trillion, trillion times. So there's, there's the, all of these inconsistencies that we're finding in our. Uh, the, if, if you want to do a quick Google search on it, uh, no, I'm, I'm familiar with the the, the JWST uh, yeah, data the, the, at least. The, the, look, look, look up the the current crisis. Uh, just the for, for I understand that you might you might be. For for anybody else who's concerned. Just look up the current crisis in cosmology. The current crisis in cosmology. We're talking about the very shape of the universe. The shape of the universe has great, has a great impact on what the age of the universe is. And if we look far back enough, even past uh, the, the, the cosmic background, uh, the, the, the microwave background radiation, what you will find is that there it, there it does not seem to be the case that there was any kind of singular point of origin for the universe. It just seems at, at, at a certain point that light began to emanate from everywhere, exactly like the Bible says. Right, but we also have... Uh, examples of, um, of at the very least, uh, the speed of light, the, the, the theory on the speed of light hasn't really changed, and we still have distant starlight. So, like, that well, is to but, say... But, but, but here's the thing. Yeah, the, the, the issue with the speed of light is, I, and I understand what you're saying, I, uh, on, a relativistic, on a relativistic basis, yes, the speed of light still stands. But the speed of light... That, that sort of um, universal um, speed limit to the universe, you know, the, 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 to the cosmos, does not account for the fact that through quantum entanglement, you can achieve the, the, the transfer. Because at the end of the day, every single problem in physics can be reduced to an information theoretic issue. Every single one. 
can be reduced to information theory. The, and the issue is that the, 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 the very reason that Einstein's um, theory of gravity worked better than Newton's theory of gravity was because, well, what's Newton's law of gravity? Every particle of matter exerts this force on every other particle of matter with a force that is uh, directly proportional to the product of their masses and inversely proportional to the square of the distance between them. So this instant, in, the instantaneity of that force is what, what uh, Einstein had an issue with. This is where the re relativistic, the, the relativistic uh, uh, understanding of gravity comes in, with gravity being the curvature, the Gaussian curvature of space-time. Now, however, I think that, in fact, Newton had it right and Einstein had it wrong because that there is an in inherent connection between gravity and quantum entanglement, because quantum, quantum entanglement does allow for the instantaneous, instantaneous, past the speed of light, past, it's instantaneous. There is no speed involved. It's an instantaneous transfer of information between one point in space-time to, to, the, to the other. And we've seen this. This has experimentally been proven. We've literally teleported photons a second into the past. We, the, 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 look into the, the, the delayed, um, uh, delayed choice quantum eraser experiments. Uh, choices that are made in the present affects reality in the past. So time, it's completely, the reality of the universe is completely invariant of time. It's almost as if it were guided by a hand that is the alpha and the omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. That, unfortunately, is a complete non sequitur. Even yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, even if everything we know, even, even if what you're saying is correct, and every single solitary thing we understand about physics is wrong, it does not follow that, that God, therefore God. That does not follow. Okay. You, you notice I said it's almost as if. And it is definitely as if I have to leave. Uh, Michael, you do anything for your, do we talk about that? You do anything for Valentine's Day? The baby's um, blood or something like that, I think you said yesterday, maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the baby's tenderized and in the slow cooker now. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, don't drink baby's blood if anyone thinks we're serious. All right, everyone, have an awesome day. Good discussion as always. Thanks for being here. We'll see you all next time. Cheers. And shout out Dr. Josh down there. Happy Valentine's yeah, Josh. Day. Josh is a man. Go buy his book. <laughs> Which one? <laughs>